Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's up? Hey. <clears throat> Just pressing stuff. Pressing stuff. Uh, being George uh, George Jetson this morning, pushing buttons. George Jetson. Oh, man. There's a whole generation now of kids who have no idea what that is. Do you remember the, the Jetsons movie where they, they moved to, like, the... um? some mining company and it turned out they were like mining some little furry creatures homes for the for the sprockets i think it was like a a big uh um anti like i don't want to say anti business but it was it was definitely it had it had a message <laughs> the only one the only one that really stands out is when they met the Flintstones. oh okay yeah and then i always love the theory of the jetsons lived in the sky and the flintstones lived um that it was set at the yeah, same time but yeah that's funny uh i liked uh i liked the jetsons uh episode of harvey birdman attorney at law did you ever watch that show not really no you should go back and, and check it out it is really fun for short little you know i think they're like 11 12 minute uh episodes for the most part uh it was it was really good that's like the the heyday of of adult swim um before before the dark times, before Tim and Eric. <laughs> I pissed off someone. I I no idea. I, I know I did. Anyways. Hello everybody. Welcome to the Daily Cup of Genre here on the Genreverse Podcast Network and YouTube channel. Uh, where we talk about whatever the hell Manny and I really uh want to. Please hit yeah. the red subscribe button uh on YouTube if you're watching us there and if you're listening on your favorite podcast app. I got the distribution stuff uh, fixed, and we are apparently now on Amazon uh, Music for what? podcasts as well. So uh, give us a follow if you have the time and ability to leave a, a review, a comment, thumbs up or down, please. Uh, please do. Uh, especially on, on Apple. For some reason, others in the industry, they're like, if you don't have X amount of stuff on Apple, which makes up less than like 20% of the entire mobile device market but anyway if you don't have certain amount of of xyz on on apple we 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 don't want to talk to you and it's like eh, eh, you know they're they're not that big guys (laughs) that's what she said relatively i know that's exactly what she said uh yeah i'm kyle that's manny if i didn't say that already and uh i guess housekeeping is is done man it's december 1st holy i know dude i know like where did where did twenty like I thought twenty twenty one felt like a fast year twenty twenty two just gone like uh they there was um a bunch of storms in in the south uh day before yesterday last you know night before last night and uh something like thirty some odd tornadoes confirmed and people were talking about how weird uh the weather has has been and I was like holy crap it's been a year since um. Uh, family friends of ours uh, who lived in in Mayfield, Kentucky. Mayfield got you know smacked by a massive tornado last December, and it's like holy crap, is it already 
Has it already been a year for that? Mm-hmm. I don't even I don't even know where the time's gone, man. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I've been, I've only been at my job exactly one year and it feels like I've been there three and, <laughs> and not in the set and not in the sense of that, that it like drags on or anything, but just so much has happened. Yeah. Like yeah. a year ago, I was like, I don't know what the hell, like, like, why am I even here? Um, and now <laughs> I'm like in, in a, you know, I'm a veteran of the newsroom because i i actually know how to do quite a few jobs <laughs> and and because it's a mid-market uh, a lot of people come and go quite often so i've already worked with like i feel like two or three cycles of, of uh employees so i literally feel like i've been there forever <laughs> 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 that's okay because yeah, yeah. um because i didn't i didn't think i could soak it all in that quick but i mean we we're we're like we already i mean like it feels like just yesterday we were we were talking about um the next the uh, phase five of marvel and mm -hmm. and the flash and things like that and and now that's all that stuff is like right around the corner literally um and literally. i think and you know i think that i think we had i think we had a decent year in entertainment really and i and i, and I know it's just december and we still have a whole month but um good good stuff um it's just a lot of a lot of companies at this point have now realized that the error of their streaming ways and um <laughs> and we have oh, had our man. i told you so parties the last few days <laughs> i i yes yes uh freaking bob Iger seems to be wanting to push uh more things towards uh theaters and maybe even uh potentially traditional tv if that's still a thing um but limiting uh streaming is is some uh feelings that we're we're hearing out of uh some of these meetings and and uh memos and things that that Iger has been uh releasing and of course none of that not not none of it but mo most of it is just like third party uh details not necessarily firsthand straight from uh Iger's mouth but uh you know the the whole the whole thing is is um and i saw i can't remember what the story was it was something about uh glass onion and someone saying you know it was money left on the uh left on the table uh money left on table let me see if i can find uh who it was um let's see here netflix ceo uh and i just clicked on the first article that i found okay so it comes out of uh hollywood reporter GameSpot is who i i clicked on let me bring this over real quick uh talking about um uh movie ticket sales and and things like that uh they said uh uh it's a promotional tactic for the streaming service like film festivals and if it works well we will do more of it uh and we are not trying to build a theatrical business. We are trying to uh, break uh, through the noise. Um, Hastings also discussed Bob Iger's return, uh, mentioned he felt uh, Chappick was very disciplined. It's not like we saw any of the uh, cracks. Uh, made a joke about fundraising for uh, um, Iger running for, for president. Uh where's the line about the uh where's the line about money left on the the table though 
Uh, okay, agreed. The streamer left money on the table with limited release instead of having it out there more. Okay, so they don't have a full uh, quote there. But like he said, he's not trying to get into the the theater business. But I mean, if 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 you're leaving money on the table, I mean, think a, think about just that phrase and even even someone admitting it, like someone whose whose business was was uh, started for home video, you know, first the the internet uh, DVD ordering side and then the streaming side to literally be like, yeah, you know, we probably could have could have made uh, more money. Um, you and I have said that the biggest problem with with streaming is is trying trying to maintain the subscriber base by creating your own content like if you're if you're just doing back catalog stuff you know a year after something's been released on in theaters and, and home video and your your extensive back catalog that's one thing but once you start trying to produce content that that costs a hell of a lot more money and the simple fact is is it your your subscriber base will never make enough money for you on their own uh for you to produce as much stuff as as hbo max and disney plus had been i don't know man well here's here's my question to you then manny do the do the consumers ever actually go back like can can the can the studios rip the band-aid off and just cut the cut the feed and say no more of this super fast to to streaming we're gonna make you wait six months will that make uh people go back to theaters and and potentially buy home video like will, will we see a return to discs <laughs> hell no <laughs> <laughs> no why not we need it guys no, it's that that ship is sailed. terrible i i really believe that ship is sailed where that that industry is in the same boat as like the music industry everything's streaming everything is streaming so what do they do it's not making it's not making money it hurts the bottom it hurts the bottom line so you're gonna have to make what cheaper can movies studio do? that's what's gonna have to happen that it's it's really that simple and cheaper movies you said yep that's it's you know you and you and i've talked about that too and i think that netflix may have found a good balance to to it also because they've they've really mastered the way that they've that they've um they 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 do their content as far as streaming and now mm -hmm. being able to add like limited releases for certain things pairing that along with the release of of um of physical copies at at the end of the runs has i yeah, think physical um, copies very I very think, important I think they've they've uh they've finally found a good balance and and like like i mean like he just said he um during that what you read um yeah it's it, it really an experiment to see where where the the balance is i you know it, it's expensive to put money to put movies in theaters uh yeah. so and and then if you don't want to be in the theater business with netflix has never wanted to I think one of the biggest reasons they've ever even considered it was because awards. Awards, yeah, you you need theatrical runs for awards. Um, I my my thought would be to put things in theaters for at least two to three weeks for Net um, Netflix or just yeah everyone? for Netflix. Oh, okay, yeah, two to three weeks, just or possibly just two, and and um, because like Glass Onion, for example, did it for a week. 
um a very good week too because everybody had the opportunity to go out um and um no, it's good buzz, but yeah. now you gotta. But what the I, I what I, what I liked what they did was they it wasn't like theatrical and over. Movie comes out on Friday, it's a whole yeah. month <laughs> uh, that that people have to wait now for streaming for the movie. But it but it has good buzz now, and it did good numbers. So uh, now, I I feel like people ha- are more likely to go in and check it out on Netflix. Maybe rewatch it. I can't rewatch that kind of movie again. But for for other films in the future, like it, it's just I think that that makes for optimal business. And I think Netflix has, despite you know being, uh, yeah, making investing a ton of money in original content at, at some point, um, they um, I think I think they got it down. Whereas some of the bigger studios who tried to kind of do it backwards and kind of just like throw stuff at the wall, but expensive stuff at the wall, yeah, uh, found themselves in. Um, quite the bit of a pickle there so um i mean you you've seen a lot more of uh netflix trying to make deals again and get yeah things licensed instead of necessarily producing it them themselves uh you think of of other deals for uh uh back catalogs for for like sony and, and stuff like that I mean, look at HBO Max's recent, our uh, Warner Brothers Discovery. We, we we talked about it here on the show yesterday. Uh, putting DC animated stuff on Amazon instead of their their own thing, um, having someone else pay for part of the the uh, production on it. And the you know one of the things that that uh, I'd always deemed um, Netflix for was how many of their uh, originals they couldn't merchandise or could only merchandise very little and and whenever you think of you know what is the one thing that you can sell stuff for on Netflix you immediately go to stranger things from the uh, physical copies like you mentioned um, to the uh, shirts and figures and 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 that's like a merchandise you know are you are you still good Okay, you yeah. looked frozen, man. You look like <laughs> dead still. Uh, I, I want to make sure that I wasn't uh, make sure I wasn't talking to, to uh, no one on the internet. <laughs> um, so many other things don't have that. They they just don't have that. You know, rom coms aren't going to sell t shirts. You know, mm-hmm. thrillers, uh, maybe some horror horror movies will. Uh, kids stuff, of course. Of course, you can sell toys. Um, but you got to have additional uh, revenue streams, and that was one of the things that you know Disney had on their on their uh, on their side for a minute was the parks. Yeah. But then the pandemic and <laughs> all of all of that happened. Um, I just I don't I know I know there's two big things that hurt uh, that hurt streaming, and that is people willing to wait uh, because they know it's going to hit streaming in two three four months uh i mean i i remember having to having to wait almost a year if not more sometimes it seemed uh for movies to go from theater uh to home video like from the day they hit theater uh to the day they hit your home video could push a a year i mean you had movies that spent six months seven months in theaters and then they'd have the dirt dollar theater runs for for another month or or so and then finally the vhs tapes would would come out we still we um, still have those oh here in, Clo- in clovis 
Oh, the the dollar theaters. Yeah, it's like three dollars now, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I I remember that, but now you know, even before the pandemic, it was four months, man. It was four months from end game in theaters to end game on on digital. Uh, pe- people being willing to wait, and then the the number the other problem is the uh, uh, p- piracy. Uh, you put a full HD uh, movie online, people can rip it, and then they they go out and and share it. It's illegal. I'm not condoning it whatsoever. The the act of of giving or or receiving pirated uh, uh, content, but it is it is literally super easy, barely an inconvenience. I mean, <laughs> I. I take I've, I've mentioned before I'll take uh, just using Firefox and, and OBS and I can you know record little clips to use in in videos fair use policy type type stuff um, and if I can do it others can you know know what I'm saying so there there's two things against putting uh, content on a streaming service too too quickly if you if you do it you're just you're going to lose a whole a whole chunk of audience and the other side of it is is I can't express enough how important it is guys to buy physical copies of your favorite films do it now the things that you and and series if you can get a physical copy of it do it now because uh it takes nothing but a but a expired contract or deal uh or a court order to see your digital library shut down essentially and then you've you've lost it all and the the money doesn't doesn't matter because in the end user license agreement that you signed for the service or in the uh terms of of service for for that particular digital store that you used in the fine print you're going to find that you're you're not entitled to it for forever um Entertainment as a service is is a, a scary thing, especially with with games heading into that field so hardcore with Microsoft Game Pass. But whatever. But like, I mean, like it it is what it is, man. As far as you know, streaming like that's it's not like like I'm saying it's it's not gonna go back. Um, and so you can't you so you can't fault people for waiting for something that's the norm now. It's the industry that's going to have to continue to, to adapt and adjust. And like I said, just make less expensive content or less make their less expensive um, or make um, make more um, um, or make their streaming services more expensive or add revenue and things like that. Um, oh, that's common. <laughs> and, and, and like and it's like basically uh, tricking you into having cable again in, in, in some sense but but paying more um so it, it's 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 almost like the pandemic really sped up all of this stuff and say it's the same thing with groceries and uh for example we go to target we go to sam's club uh we never go inside the store we we always have it we always have it brought to our cars Oh, <laughs> if if we if we have to go inside, it's almost seemed like an inconvenience, and See, it's a I, first world problem. But yeah, I mean, and a lot of times it's we need something. It's just that just use just Amazon, just have it delivered to the house. 
part of the the problem there is just the uh and I I prefer to do in person shopping because I don't want to be stuck in my house all the all the damn time. I'm not the world's most social person, as in like, hey, let's go to the the bar and get drinks. But I am social in as much as I don't like being in, in my house all the time. Um, I don't like big crowds and stuff like that. But I I prefer to actually go and and touch the objects that I'm I'm wanting to purchase as much as I uh, possibly uh, can. Uh, but they make it so freaking difficult by having next to no cashiers. Uh, they they have lots of people that do stocking and stuff like that, but they don't train them on, on cashier jobs because they, they want to go with the, the automated things. And, and you end up with someone with a full freaking basket, groceries or uh, household goods from like a, a Target using the the self-checkout lane. It's like a, a basket full of 40 freaking items, 50 items. And you're, you're just like, why is... Why is no one saying you get out of the line? We'll open up this this red. It makes it painful to shop in person. But there's a whole slew of of additional effects that that come with with uh, um, having more automated and uh, less in person shopping. You think about the the maintenance people that are going to lose their their jobs. You think about the uh, janitorial staff that won't be be required. The amount of of, of uh, cashiers stocking uh, uh, stalkers as as robots, you know, pick up more. I don't I don't think people understand <laughs> how connected everything is. It's just like when I when I talk about movie budgets, you talk about making cheaper movies, cheaper uh, TV shows. If you have a series that for the last three, four years uh, uh, has been bringing a crew of a thousand people uh, to a, to a town or let's, let's go uh, 500 people to, to a casting crew, 500 people to a, to a town to film every year, the season of, of this show. That's a big uh, uh, boost for that local economy. And now with, with cheaper budgets, you say, maybe you cut it down to only 300 cast and crew. Mm -hmm. That hurts everyone else in that that town who had been relying on the bigger uh, the bigger uh, production. Um, it's all it's all unlike unlike the MCU <laughs> before uh, uh, before Fox and all that. It's not all or it is all connected. Marvel wasn't Ag Agents of Shield uh, pretended to be, and so did our beloved uh, Netflix series. It, it yeah. just, no, it like I get it, but at the same time, like I I don't blame McDonald's for going to full automated menus systems and apps because of the fact that like people working at McDonald's want to be making like twenty bucks an hour. <laughs> like, I don't blame them either. They, they well, the that... the thing is, I don't feel like working at McDonald's should be something you should be trying to you know live off of. I, I that's I think no. traditionally general, that's a starter job. Yeah, that's that's your college or a secondary. Job. That's yeah. your but but um, killing time on the on the weekends to earn some extra. But if there's states bucks. that want to that want to raise that minimum wage to that level as a business owner, because I mean, like you and I all like we're not we're not saying we like it, but we understand mm -hmm. it as a business. I'm going to make the decision. I will well, screw it. Then we'll go. We'll go automated then. And and you'll save yourself some money and. Uh -huh. The entire the entire world, as far as that has to is is adapting and changing, and I think that, like I said earlier, the pandemic just sped it all up. You know, maybe it was maybe it yeah. was going to be rolled out a little bit 
quick a uh, little um a little bit more pace but now it's just it's just there um yeah uh so um now you know we we got a little we went a little deep uh, i don't know where we we went but we'll find my go find ourselves uh what i asked you yesterday uh i wanted to talk about because i think it'd be i thought it was funny um what was it again <laughs> should should uh universal hold the hulk and neymar over oh <laughs> marvel's head and say we're gonna make standalone films what do you think i i think it would be a um a power move i uh, i wonder i wonder what the the contract is would they be able to use uh ruffalo or would they have to use a different actor uh would it create another sony situation well, would it create well, it another would, where yeah. like morbius and and the what is and what isn't connected and oh my god madam webb scares the frack out of, out of me talk about something that looks stupid uh and and craven oh you yeah, even cast so. someone that was in the MCU, yeah. and you guys are like, "Oh, we're we're connected to the MCU." Get the oh, I hate you so much, Sony. Uh, so it would be a big power move, though. They could threaten, "Well, we're going to make our own stuff, and and we can do X, Y, Z, and muddy the the water." Does that get Marvel to offer more money, or yeah. is Universal holding on to it in case Marvel? falters and, and falls you know if, if phase five is another uh phase four i could see universal potentially saying you know we could offer you something different you know i i don't like the idea but i i could see them doing it <laughs> I, well the, <clears throat> i just i, I they're, they're not gonna falter there, there's too many there's too many apologetics apolo, apolo, apologists for marvel <laughs> They're always going to say it's good. <clears throat> um, and as we've seen by box office numbers, it's always going to do good as well. Um, it's going to do all right to good. Not all of them have done good. Most of them have done all compa- right relative co- compared, to the situation. Compared to, compared to other movies in the industry yeah, in general. Yes. Um, so, um, I mean, if I'm, if I'm uh, universal... I'm, I might just poke the bear and see what happens and and kind of threaten them with it and then say, all right, cool, then let's work together. <laughs> and then yeah. they have to go, wait, what? <laughs> because, because for example, a Neymar movie at this point would be do really well. Probably. Yeah. And um, what story would you tell, though? What would be his antagonist in that situation? I have no idea. Uh, if, if I'm universal, I don't have an idea either. All I want to do is rock the boat. Um and 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 so i think that it'd just be funny to um a hulk movie would do well because people would be like oh we want a hulk movie do, um, do you remember angley's hulk <laughs> i don't think anyone does but for good reason it was oh, man dude just wait until uh another multi wait until secret wars where people are like oh bring back eric banna's hulk it's gonna happen. You're gonna you're gonna see people do do that. Some someone out there thinks that's a better Hulk movie than Incredible Hulk or Ruffalo as 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 Bruce. Someone out there, some pissant Gen Zer young millennial. I'm pissing people off. Don't care because that movie was trash. Kind of like the majority of the X Men movies. 
at the only, that time the only on X-Men Twitter. movie I really liked was Days of Future Past. It was fine. Like, and that's kind of because like the bar was really low, maybe. <laughs> yes. Um, and and <clears throat> everyone loves Quicksilver's really cool scene, which is true. It is a really cool scene, and then they repeated it again. But I I think again. <laughs> I think one of their biggest mistakes was casting um what's her name Jennifer um oh crap the uh, Lawrence Jennifer Lawrence because yeah. she was so expensive it became all about her <laughs> yeah and not only that but she wouldn't freaking stay in in makeup she's supposed to be one of the uh biggest proudest yeah uh, yeah uh, mutants. mutants out there <clears throat> and she just didn't want to do do the makeup Jennifer Lawrence you suck <laughs> sorry yeah, you shouldn't have never <laughs> taken the character that that was going to be your stance exactly um, it's kind of like it's kind of like people that complain about being in in uh masked or helmeted characters cope <laughs> i'm sorry yeah, yeah you get that, time out of it but the majority both, of the time you're going to be in it both, ha both halo and the mandalorian i was i cussed them out immediately because it's like first thing they do take off their helmet it's like god, god guys like <laughs> i want <laughs> it's it like took a while for mando to take his his off though it didn't take that long um and it, it you know it's just it's kind of annoying but I, I i would i i think that just because of how how well the characters are doing it, it would be a it would be a very um it'd be it'd be i i wouldn't even uh, i would as universal i would almost do it as a bluff just see mm -hmm. what happens maybe they already yeah. have who, who knows um but just be like Hey, we're gonna we're gonna start developing a movie. If you guys don't do World War Hulk, we will. Yeah. Now Marvel's like, oh crap! Now we got to do that god awful storyline. Yeah, it's like, oh, we'll, we'll, yeah, do something like that, and then it's just like, um, and uh, and it would be funny. I I think it'd be funny, and I think it'd be interesting to see how how Disney would react because it, it's interesting that they have they have the rights to Marvel characters at islands of adventure mm -hmm. um specific characters of course mm -hmm. and they have the the rights to neymar the hulk and they could just sit on it <laughs> to hey, some I, degree I'll tell you what man i love marvel superhero island at islands of adventure it's one of my favorite places to be at in in universal uh the hulk ride is is a blast the the amazing adventures of spider-man one of the best rides out there uh if you've ridden transformers uh, did you have you done transformers in no. hollywood okay it's it's basically the same same thing oh, okay. just spider-man in, instead uh, spider-man Spider -Man. came first you know it was there when it when it opened in 90 or not 90 yeah like uh no wait i was 16 so what what is that uh 1985 maybe 2000 2001 i think the park opened in like 99 and i went for the first time in like 2000 2001 nice um and uh uh it's it's an amazing ride haha <laughs> amazing spider-man um where was i going oh uh so yeah i i love it there and, and i have no interest in avengers campus none whatsoever i do not give two craps to go play laser tag with some stupid thing and do this on a on a ride for for two and a half minutes I would rather sit in the ride and have Spider-Man sling sling me around New York City as Doc Ock tries to uh, tear apart the the Statue of Liberty. Like that's the Spider-Man type of experience I want. Um, Disney's parks are boring for thrill seekers. 
I'll just leave yeah. it at that. I know it's not about the thrills I got that, but for me, I'm a Universal <clears throat> can deliver thrills and immersion. And I, so will, I will pick that. Yeah, I will um I will pick Well, I'll, to be fair, Disney does offer immersion if you like Disney. Yeah, that's um, what I was, no that that is their thing. It's yeah. immersion only, not thrill, yeah. not thrills. Yeah, but for me, I'll go to Six Flags ten times before I go to Disneyland once. And I yes. and given the current prices, I could probably go three times before I go. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and, I would choose uh, Magic Mountain over I'd choose Knott's Berry over I uh, no, nah, that's that's a little bit of a stretch. Knott's Berry nah, mm, mm, not that not they that at least, great. They at least have roller coasters. Like yeah, that's real true. ones. Yeah. Not Thunder Mountain Railroad. Yeah, I I'd, I'd rather go ride Tatsuo because it's one of oh, my favorite God, rides. Tatsuo. The the Batman, the Riddler, um, Scream to name a few. Just, Scream's good. I like X too. As, as oh well. oh yeah, X X it was X three now. Uh, is it X three now? They I think really so. upgraded again. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. Or X two X three. I don't know one of those. X two last uh last I I had been on it years ago. But it's uh it's just like I I don't know like I, I think the the problem with disney is that and and you can see it in their product they don't have to try yeah like they could just be like oh this is the magical world of disney and it's so like compelling uh so here is this shape in the shape of a mouse and people are like oh my god it's it's a rock as a disney rock i don't know it's it's just like it, to me, it just doesn't feel like for a lot of their things, they, they feel like they have to try very hard, they're, especially they're, in their parks. It's just like Apple, man. All you got to do is slap a, an Apple logo on it and you can sell it at a huge markup to, despite how crippled or old the technology and the device really, truly is. And people will eat it up. Yeah. And eat then like I like I use Apple, but just for the convenience of, of my yeah, my, I'm not uh, knocking devices. all Apple users. That's targeted at the 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 fanboys and girls. The oh my god, Apple's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Well, these statistics and the cost to performance says that it's not the greatest thing since. No, I don't give a crap about that. I just love Apple. Give oh, Apple, like those are the people I'm uh, kind of okay. digging at. Not like the, not I'll, the casual. It works for me user. Because like the, the people that line up two oh, days yeah, ahead yeah. of release. Yeah, because I'll never buy a MacBook. Like I'm always gonna use a PC. <laughs> like that's, ne that's never gonna happen. Um, yeah. And but but I yeah I have an iPad, a, a watch, and a iPhone that all talk to each other and make me happy um, because they do. Uh, but uh, in the same vein, it's just like like Strange World, for example. Like they did a little bit of marketing for it, but mm -hmm. it almost feels like. And they, they put a lot of effort into it, yes. And I know this because I spoke with the animators. <laughs> I met them. Uh, yeah. And but it's like, okay, what what is the story? What is what, what is going to be so iconic? Like when you created the world of Frozen, mm -hmm. for example, that that was I'm not saying innovative, but that's that's like as close as classic Disney is probably they've gotten. Moana is probably very close, but I think that's I like where they Moana started to overall. That's kind of where they started maybe losing it a little because um, even Encanto wasn't even that like iconic to say like it, it's Moana probably might be the last one in the line of films uh, really? recently. I feel that 
that um that kind of captured that that essence that they've always had and then also the last the last 2d really i would say masterpiece that they had was the princess and the frog mm. um and then after that like recently it's like yeah their movies are, are are okay but and i'm not knocking dreamworks please do not but now they're getting into like dreamworks level where it's kind of like <laughs> you're 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 regressing and I, then i liked uh uh i like some of the illumination studios because they're I, under I, I dreamworks love, i think how to train your dragon is very underrated okay. and uh obviously shrek is a masterpiece just because of everything it was able to create um there's some there's some other really good ones but yeah no illumination uh the bad mm -hmm. guys was really good I, their, their style of animation was a little bit different and it was really cool to see um and of course duh the minions are, are like i i i you know what I, and the thing is i don't understand the minions um literally and also um and how they work in a movie because um that movie did stupid numbers and it's it's literally just the minions and you can make the same movie again and the same people are gonna go watch it including me i i, I don't you know you you created something with them i don't know yeah um i had one other story i, I was gonna segue into it back when we were talking uh universals uh uh stuff with um uh the marvel characters uh ang lee that was my going to be my segue is producing uh directing um uh directing the uh bruce lee biopic a bruce lee biopic from everyone's favorite studio sony mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and uh his son uh uh mason lee uh not bruce's son ang's son mason lee is attached to star uh in the film uh ang lee for those of you that might not know is a <clears throat> very talented and very uh diverse uh as far as in uh types of film films that he's done uh director we mentioned hulk of course some of you might not know or uh uh might not know he did uh uh sense and sensibility uh other other rom-coms he did uh broke back mountain uh most people of course know uh crouching tiger hidden dragon um most recently 2019's uh gemini man uh which i don't think that hit so well for most people uh i didn't see it though what do you what do you think about that man what do you think about bringing uh ang lee in to do a bruce lee biofook i don't know enough about him to to really have formulated really? an opinion about it um well what about just getting a, a bruce lee biopic in, in general you and i are both big martial arts yeah uh, it, i don't fans, so. i also don't know how i feel about that because the family has also has really been outspoken before about the way that bruce lee has been portrayed in films Mm -hmm. and so unless you really have the blessing of the family like yeah don't do it but i mean just ask netflix about doing all these m murder shows about people that are literally still trying to get over the trauma um so it, it's just it, it's a it's a it's a dicey so it just, it just depends on how they do it i guess mm. but um i think based on how long ago it was yeah, I think it's. A, I think it might be a good time for 
to, to get to get to take a look at his life and, and kind of some of his accomplishments and why he's he's as special as he is because we're we're getting to a generation now that has no idea really who Bruce Lee is or yeah. was sorry that's true and, like, and yeah. unfortunate because Enter the Dragon's just getting older but yeah. I love that movie so much <laughs> and it's not that we can't have uh, modern day martial arts film stars. Uh, everyone, of course, would would think of Jackie Chan and Jet Li, but of course, uh, you can't forget. Oh crap! And I just forgot his name. Ip Man, freaking uh, uh, Danny. Um... <sighs> he was in Rogue One. Danny. Uh, what is his last name? God dang it! Anyways, uh, there there are modern ones, but yeah, you don't want to you don't want to lose those uh, don't want to lose those uh, classics, you know. Um, Bruce Lee's one of those stories that is incredibly interesting. Just on the uh, Danny Donnie, not Danny Donnie <clears throat> Yen. There we go, Donnie Yen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, uh, and you've got uh, Bruce Lee's personal story of just his. And, and there's going to be controversy, especially from anyone uh, um, from back then. You're talking 1973 when he when he died. Um, you're 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 you might have controversy, and people have things they'll be like, oh, we don't want to talk about X, Y, Z. But Bruce had one of the most dedicated uh, um, work ethics, the the willpower mm-hmm. of this this man to become a perfect martial artist a perfect entertainer a a a just he he sought perfection in as much as he he possibly could and and the fact that this relatively tiny <laughs> little dude could could pack a punch that people twice his size and weight couldn't fathom of delivering is insane and i i've always really appreciated uh uh that aspect you can take a lot of of um words from from uh bruce and apply them to almost anything in in life and probably end up with a much better outcome than the good old college try if you if you will so I'm I'm excited about it relatively. Ang, like I said, he's he's got his his misses, he's got his hits. Uh I've never, as far as I know, I don't think I've seen anything Mason Lee has has been in. Uh but yeah. That, All right, that's real it. quick then. Sure. Did you watch the trailer for Cocaine Bear? Yeah, I did. Um what's insane is that that's actually based on a true star. Well, yeah, yeah. The the bear did get a, a hold of a, a bunch of cocaine that fell out of a plane in in Georgia. Something like that. Um, I don't know. They said that the 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 uh, mayhem here is played up, though. Oh, so, well, duh, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, but it is still good, insane. It's a good inspiration. Like the view, the yeah. trailer is so like it, it's, it's just really over the top, uh, and I thought it was. I thought it was. It looks fun. So yeah. And oh. It's from Elizabeth Banks. I did not know. Oh, is it really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, or at I least think... that's what they said on the on the news. Let me double check that. <laughs> well, if it uh, is, she should be kind of quiet based on. Yeah, she she directed it. Yeah, she should not open her mouth. <laughs> yeah, last time she told men not to watch it, her movie, uh... and then was like, "Why didn't men go watch my movie?" Because <laughs> <laughs> you said not to. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um... <laughs> It'll be uh, one of the last, if not the last, uh, um, film Ray Liotta, the late 
Ray. Uh, no, I, uh, I believe that is his. In. I believe yeah. that is his last film, and boy, did they give him some hair in that film. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> I'll definitely. Uh, that's one that's on the list to to check out. Um, so yeah. Anyways, guys, uh, that's gonna do it for mm-hmm. for today. We managed to uh, string you along for forty almost forty five minutes. Uh, be sure to check out lrmonline.com every day for all entertainment news <clears throat> needs opinions uh written reviews news uh our um uh celebrity interviews that also go up on the lrm youtube channel you can see nancy uh uh doing a spanish uh language interview on the page right now all of our podcasts like the daily cup of genre breaking geek radio anime versal reviews the cantina marvel multiverse mayhem all go up on your favorite podcast app so give us a follow there and of course they go up on uh youtube as well hit the red subscribe button for that as well as trailer reactions anime reactions if you're into anime where we are a place to be manny Mm -hmm. what else you got anything else um in a few minutes i'll have up on the site or by the time this comes out whatever um, it'll be there. Um, an interview with Jeff Kinney. He is the creator and um, director, producer for all of the for the um, animated um, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. So they're doing the second book now, which is uh, Project Rules. Um, so I spoke with him for a few minutes on kind of some of the differences in in the book versus the film, the animation style, and and kind of. Um, what can he think of next? Because he, I think he just released another book in October. He thinks that these movies are going to outlive him. <laughs> and they just might. Um, but uh, I have that tomorrow. Uh, Jason and I will venture to L.A. Um, in the morning um, after our podcast. Uh, and so we'll, we'll begin our coverage there. We already have a couple of things lined up as far as uh, things to see, people to talk to. Um, and so we'll be there Friday, Saturday, and a good chunk of Sunday. Um, you want to call in for for the show? Well, no, it'd be way too early. So no, I'll be no, no show I'll, on Friday. No, I'll, I'm that tomorrow's Friday. Um, oh, I okay. no, I don't I don't leave until like nine. So it'll uh, be fine. Okay. Cool. righty then. All right, guys, that'll do it. We'll see you. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.